I'm Terry Handy. Welcome to PM Excite, the podcast where I share ideas and tips to help property managers better connect with their clients and reduce the drama in their day. I do this through the power of words because in your client's eyes, the way you communicate, well, it's the only difference between you and the agency down the road. Now, we're at the start of a new financial year in Australia when this episode drops. And because this is often the time that sale, you know, the sale of rent rolls will have just settled, I thought the timing might be right to share some suggestions on what to focus over, you know, on the, over the next few months. If you have purchased a new portfolio, particularly during the uh, very, very critical retention period. And whether you've negotiated three months or longer, this condition of the contract is really key to ensuring that you are maximising your return on what is a considerable investment, regardless of the number of properties that you've purchased. And I think that while many agency owners are good at recognising the benefits of adding a bulk number of properties to their department in one fell swoop, mainly when it comes to cash flow, they don't always understand that the retention period doesn't give them as much protection as they would like when it comes to avoiding paying for properties that are not going to remain under management by them. Now, about four years ago, I watched Ben White from ALO on stage at a conference talking about the stats they had discovered when reviewing agency data around loss managements. It was a great presentation. He was very excited about what his data scientist, I'm, I'm sure the guy probably had a has a better title than that, but I call him the data scientist in my head, what he'd found when he was doing his thing. And what really struck me when Ben shared the results is what, that they identified around, what, or what they identified around rent roll purchases and the attrition rate. Their research showed that only a few years after the purchase of the rent roll, 50% was no longer under management by the agency. Like 50%, it's a huge number. I actually remember being a little disbelieving at the time, like, really? If someone bought 500 properties today, they'd only have 250 potentially in, you know, within a, a very short time. Sounds a bit steep, but it's actually true. I saw this with an agency I was working with earlier this year. They purchased a rent roll at the end of 2019, and then by March 2023, only 43% of the original portfolio of 232 properties remained under management with them. And they paid top dollar too. Now, you can justify this by saying, well, we've just come through COVID and the sales market in their area, well, it's been really hot for, you know, a few years now. Or perhaps we could use the fact that, you know, the returns simply weren't there for the investors because of increasing costs. So they're actually just leaving the market or that because of their location, a lot of owners were moving back into the properties when the borders opened up. Like there could be any number of reasons for all of these properties um, no longer being under management. But the fact remains that the research from four or five years ago before COVID still reflects what is going on now. Like the numbers do not lie. And this is something I think that every agency owner who is using purchasing a rent roll as a growth strategy or part of their growth strategy for their business needs to be aware of. There is a risk that your asset will diminish considerably within a few years. And guys, I'm not suggesting at all that buying a rent roll is not the way to go. I'm actually a huge advocate for doing this if it suits your situation. I think it can work incredibly well for agencies for so many reasons. And that growth through purchasing rent rolls is actually a fantastic strategy. But what I don't like is too much risk. I'm all about minimizing risk wherever possible. And the retention period of the contract 
Well, it gives us this window to not only identify potential headaches that you definitely don't want to be paying for, but also you can it can use it to help identify those clients who not who are not going to be with you long term. Knowing ahead of time means that you can get ahead of the game, that you can create a plan. There is nothing worse than having to have an uncomfortable conversation with your financier about why after only 12 months, the value of your asset has diminished so much. They naturally pay careful attention to this kind of thing, which means you should too. Now, most agencies purchasing a rent roll are great at doing their due diligence before settlement. They check all their I's and cross their T's and then once the money exchanges hands, their focus shifts to tasks like getting the information inputted into their platform and making sure that they have all the things like keys sorted and that the renters are paying the, the, their rent into the, the correct um, agency account. And sure, they might make an effort to introduce themselves personally to these new clients or at least get their team to do it. But with everything else that's going on, because let's face it, the first few months after settlement can be a little bit crazy, the intensity around this task invariably drops off too. The retention period then passes very quickly. Before you know it, the solicitor is wanting to know if they can release the the last 20% of the price to the seller. So if you have bought a rent roll recently and are currently within the retention period of the contract, I've got three things that I believe you should definitely be doing during this time. If you're about to buy a rent roll, it might be a good idea to include these items in your plan for the first three or four months after settlement so that you can maximize what the purchase of the rent roll can do for your business. And the first thing is to connect with the the owners of the properties at least twice during this time. Now, most agencies intend to call and introduce themselves. Like I mentioned before, they invariably run out of steam. It becomes too hard. And I imagine you are saying to yourself, well, if it's too hard to catch up with them once, why are you suggesting we do it twice? And trust me, it will be worth it. And I'll run through how this could look uh, in a moment. The second thing is that we want to have inspected the property during the retention period. Not only does this allow you to determine whether the property is going to meet not just legislative requirements, but your own minimum standards. And it's also a way to help you connect with both your owner and renter in the fastest possible way. And the third thing that I think that you should do is to allocate way more resources to support your team than you initially thought you needed during this time and for longer. Because if you don't, then steps one and two aren't going to happen and they really are very crucial for success at this point in time. And one of the things I often hear a principal say when they tell me they've purchased a rent roll is that they've kept the old property manager on. They've brought her over with or him over with the rent roll. And they feel pretty good because this is actually part of their retention strategy. And yes, I agree, this is going to help minimize some of the angst that the clients are going to feel because they'll be dealing with someone that they're already familiar with. But it doesn't address the biggest issue an agency needs to overcome when they buy a rent roll. And that is, nobody likes to get bought. Owners don't, tenants don't, and neither do property managers. And this is a massive change for everyone involved. And because it wasn't their choice, because they really had no say in what transpired, emotions are going to be running very high. They can't help but resent the fact that a decision was made for them without being consulted. And everyone, including the property manager, is going to need some extra attention and a lot of love for a while. 
So basically during these first few months, it's a mass onboarding of owners, renters, and often team members all at once and onboarding on steroids, which is why you need both a plan to execute and the extra resources to carry it out. And I think pretty much everyone will agree that it is important to inspect the newly acquired properties. Like it's a bit of a no brainer, but I also want you to think about doing this task as being even more high value than it normally is. Yes, we want to ascertain the condition of the property. And yes, we want to determine if the renter is meeting their obligations. But understand that by prioritizing visiting the property as soon as you can, your clients, both owner and renter, are going to feel like you are prioritizing them and their needs. And, you know, they're going to feel good about this because it's a very unsettling time for them going to help start your relationship off with them on the right foot. And the other crucial thing I mentioned, the two connections with your owners during the retention period, or the minimum of two connections, well, this is key for minimizing your losses after the retention period. And I know it doesn't quite make sense when I say it like this, but believe me when I say timing is everything. When I suggest this to property managers and their bosses that They need to have at least two specific connections with their new clients on top of all of the other stuff they need to be across. I can see the panic start to show on their faces. They become overwhelmed with the thought of doing this. And then I lay out my crafty little plan and they can see how it will work. And as with all property management communication, we need to be paying careful attention to the three T's in this space. So technique, timing, and tone. Guys, I want you to understand that an introduction call is actually not the key connection piece of this particular little puzzle. It's the next connection with the owner that is the actual gold. So if you do not have the time or the resources to pick up the phone to every single owner within the first week of of being their new managing agent, and let's face it, there's not going to be too many agencies that can pull this off, you need to find a way to connect in in a different way. Because the timing of this communication is super important. The longer you leave it, the harder it is going to be to connect. And yes, I believe your initial connection can be via email. But not just like an email introducing your agency and providing their property manager's details. You want an email that is warm and friendly and and shows your agency's personality. One that invites the client to select a time that suits them to meet you like personally and includes a link where they can book in to say hello and chat with their property manager. It's so simple but incredibly effective for everyone involved because what you'll find is that the most antsy clients, they're the ones that are going to book straight away. This method actually helps identify those who are feeling most vulnerable and look, you could get super creative with this initial email and personalize it with videos or voice messages. There's a heap of products out there that are inexpensive, super quick, and make it really easy to create a great first impression. BDMs and salespeople have been using them for years, so there's no reason why we can't do it either. And guys, all of this, it can be created and scheduled beforehand, which is actually a huge win during what is a very busy time. The more we we can be prepared, the less hectic this period of time is going to feel. And also, using an email at this time, if you don't have loads of extra resources available, well, it's going to give your team some breathing space. The time to get all of that, um, the behind the scenes stuff sorted, 
and their heads in the right space before they start turning on the charm for the new clients. So when these meetings are booked by the client when they happen, whether it's over the the phone or online or even in the office, I want you to recognize that this is the second connection that I'm talking about, the golden piece. During this meeting, because the client has organized it to occur at the time that suits them, they're already invested in the relationship that you're trying to build with them. And that's half the battle. Also, it's important that you have a clear set of questions that you're going to ask when you're speaking with them during this meeting. Because the goal here is to walk away with an understanding of not just how they want to be communicated with and, you know, what they don't like about their current situation with their tenant. What we're aiming for here is what their future plans are. Because if you're moving back, if well, if they're moving back into the property in six months' time, you don't want to be paying full price for that property. If they're struggling with their repayments and are considering selling, you need to know this and, and get your agency's foot in the door as soon as possible. So it's also your opportunity to start to demonstrate your value and reassure them that the change in agency was actually a good thing for them. It was great for their situation. Someone who is confident that their property is in good hands and things are going to just tick along without any issues at all, well, they're less likely to start thinking about change. Because even if they weren't considering selling or moving back in or renovating or any of the 101 reasons their property might not remain in your portfolio over the next few years, the fact that the rent roll has sold is enough to upset the equilibrium in their universe. And all of a sudden, other things will come into play. It's hard to explain, but it's why a salesperson, they will always focus on the 20 properties around a new listing. A street that hasn't had any movement for 10 years will suddenly come alive with signboards once one property is um, listed for sale. There's some kind of knock-on effect that occurs when change occurs in, in, you know, in place. So when you purchase a rent roll, the goal is to minimise this knock-on effect, I guess, as much as possible so that your asset remains intact for as long as possible. And of course, not every new owner is going to book a meeting from that one email. People have stuff going on, um, you know, they're, they're a bit slack or, you know, they simply kind of haven't thought about it. But the ones that do book, well, they're going to, it's going to help you establish those who are most vulnerable. You're going to need to follow up with the others. I mean, you know, they, they, they've probably got stuff that is more important than you that happens in that first week or so, um, which is why they haven't responded to your email. That's where that first routine inspection that you complete during the retention period is really going to help you connect with the, these owners. And there's emails and scripts your team can use to actually maximize the value of this interaction as well. So once you prioritize these three things during the retention period, it's easier to see what else needs to occur and how to make it happen. A minimum of two connections with each client, one of these where you are specifically looking at their plans, you know, their future plans, what what they want to do with their property, an inspection for the property, and then extra assistance for the team during this time. So they're just the three things. Now, if you got where I was coming from today and are keen to really lift how you're connecting with your clients, I'm sure we can help you at PM Excite because helping agencies and their property managers with communication, well, it's our thing. Our owner newsletter is like nothing else available and we have all kinds of templates designed to help you save time and build great relationships with your clients available in our club. Check us out at pmexcite.com. 
and I'll catch you next time.